Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a wonderful show today, How to Live Happy and Whole No Matter What, with Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard. Who doesn't want to be happy? Why does being happy matter? What are the benefits? Happiness is more than, than just a fleeting or passing moment. It is our natural state of being. Happy people are more healthy, productive, and creative. And most importantly, it just makes you feel good about yourself and life in general and our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being depend upon our conscious choice to be happy. What is real happiness? Venerable Keshri Damananda states, happiness is in the journey, not in the destination. Happy is he who has lofty and noble aspirations. Happy is he who is enriching the lives of all those about him. Happy is he who allows others to live peacefully without disturbing them. Happy is he who is contributing something to make this world a better place to live in. Happy is he whose work, whose chores, whose daily tasks are labors of love. Happy is he who loves. Happy is he who is happy. I just love this comprehensive yet practical description of real happiness. And our guest today, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, will show us how to live happy and whole no matter what. Brain hemorrhage survivor, self-mastery expert, and CEO of the Hartley Center, Dr. Valerie helps people live with more courage, confidence, inner peace, and happiness using her wisdom in her multi-award winning number one international bestseller, Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Lifestyle. She is a featured guest on podcasts, radio, and TV, and now she is joining us today on Love Light, and I am very pleased to welcome our outstanding guest, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, expert on leadership, fulfillment, and happiness. Welcome, Dr. Valerie, to our show today. Welcome. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited to be here with you, Dr. Jean. Thank you so much for inviting me and hello to your audience. Well, thank you so much for being on this self-empowering episode on happiness. And I know many of our listeners are really looking forward to hearing you today on our show. Dr. Valerie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you on your happiness journey? Oh, thank you so much. Um, so the happiness journey, what I love talking about happiness is that I meet so many people at different stages of life from all walks of life. 
who are always looking for more. Even people who I um, meet who are who are very happy are often wondering, like, is there some upside here? What, what more is possible? And that's exactly what I was doing in my life. And at a point in my life when uh, things were going great, I just wasn't feeling what I thought I would feel that would come under the heading of happiness. If people understand what that means, there was a point where I was kind of, okay, I'm, I've done all the things that people have told me to do that would lead to my happiness. Great job, living in a great place, loved my house, driving my dream car, like all those little things or big things in some cases. And the happiness seemed pretty fleeting and deeper than that seemed a little empty, unfulfilling. And that's when I started asking questions one really important question was, whose life am I living? Is this really my life? And like, wasn't so much, how did I get here? But do I want to stay here? Like, what is it? And I don't mean stay on the planet. I wasn't, it wasn't a suicidal question. It was a, what needs to change in this equation of my life, so to speak, what I'm doing, who I'm being, and that was a really big part and has always been. And that's a, that's that part is exactly what I do today. Who am I being? And how do I have more lasting happiness instead of these fleeting moments of excitement because something went really well? Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Valerie, that is just amazing. I really appreciate you sharing that because I had the same similar experience you know, my little checklists and milestones in terms of what society said will make you happy. (laughs) And, uh, you know, as I checked off, checked, I'm like, okay, something's missing here. I I still felt unfulfilled. So I can truly relate to that. And I'm sure some of our listeners can relate to that as well. So thank you so much for sharing that. You uh, see yourself as a spiritual alchemist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you tell us what what is that? What does that mean? Sure. I, someone else someone else gave me that name, but I really love it because alchemy in the scientific world is um, all about transformation. And uh, when you talk about alchemy, many people may have heard stories of people who turn a base metal into gold. So turning something like into something, woo! (laughs) And so uh, when I talk about that as a spiritual alchemist for the people that I serve, I'm talking about helping people transform the base experiences of their lives into golden opportunities, into things that they can understand, like it's, I'm a bridge builder. So I take people from a place of doing what I was doing, like, how did I get here? What, what life is this? Why am I living this? Who am I being? So there's questions that are often started in dissatisfaction and help bridge them to an understanding and clarity and more self-confidence that turns that, that um, situation that was the catalyst for the question into these ways that they can really um, take the bull by the horn, so to speak, and create a life that they really 
love to live. And that's what I talk about in my book, the um, Living Happy to Be Me. There's a four-step process in the book that helps this transformation happen. Mm, that's beautiful. I love the, the aspect of being the bridge builder because many people are trying to look at how do I get to the other side of the mm-hmm. mountain, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, I love your, you know, like you say, you were given that uh, uh, term, you know, the yeah. spiritual alchemist. That's very uh, meaningful and very deep. So I'm really looking forward to you really sharing your forever principles and your tips about how to unblock yourself from happiness to get over to the other side. You know, that, Jean, also, um, this whole idea of spirituality, I think, has been compartmentalized in some cases. Yeah. Um, some people don't understand even what it is. So when you, when I say spiritual alchemist or even spiritual <laughs> counselor, yes. some people are kind of like, well, what is that? And they're not sure it's something they need or want. And so um, the whole idea of, of, of talking to people and helping them understand the spiritual dynamics going on in their lives is really meaningful to me because I I didn't realize, and I always was what I thought was spiritual, but I didn't realize how much of the spiritual dynamics of the world, I'm talking metaphysics, quantum physics, the cosmos, the whole, like that's a big, big subject area. And most of us are never taught it. We may be taught religion and more religious dogma. And I'm not saying that with disdain. There's no judgment there. Um, I was taught that way too. And often, or maybe always, that um, body of knowledge didn't incorporate the spiritual aspects of the universe. And like, it is not just a saying to say, you're a human being, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. Like, that is truth. It's like scientific that we are a combination of spiritual and human. And so the spiritual soul, the the part of us, if you believe in um, that dynamic of yourself, it's important to play in that realm and to bring your highest potential into what you're living on earth. And that means your earthly self and your uh, spiritual self. Bringing heaven into earth is happening through you. Absolutely, Dr. Valerie. Thank you so much for clarifying that because we often see ourselves as separate, but we have to realize that we are part of a greater whole. Hallelujah. Amen. To <laughs> yes. Indeed. You said it, Dr. G. Yes, we are, we are so limited. Innovation. <laughs> Way to go. Yes. Thanks. 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 We're all, you know, connected. And if I'm happy, you know, I can bring happiness to others and, you know, create that ripple effect for change. So, Dr. Valerie, what does a happy life look like and feel like? I'd like for you to share that and then we'll talk about you know, who you work with and your target group, because I think that's really important. But what does a happy life look like and feel like? So a happy life looks and feels like what each person decides a happy life looks and feels like. 
And the big question inside that is, what am I using to make those determinations, to make those decisions? What kind of discernment do I have in in, um, choosing what is my definition for a happy life? So my definition for myself for a happy life is ease, peace, grace, an unequivocal, lasting connection to the principle of divine love, which I call God, and that at all times I am being loved and supported by a benevolent, um, harmonious universe, that there are no tricksters, nobody's out to get me, that I am being supported to live my best life. So that like being connected to that is how I create from that foundation. And so inside that, what I'm wanting and intending for the people that I serve is that they get so clear on the truth of who they are, like self-mastery, that they get so clear. Like I know, as Oprah would say, I know that I know that I know who I am, not from an ego perspective of personality and identity, but from a truth perspective. And that, that when you're connected to that place, the way you decide things, the way things, the way you even listen to your inner voice saying, let's not do that. Let's do more of this yes. way you unhook from social consciousness saying, this is what you should want a house and a car and 2.2 children. And you should want to retire. And you should want to do like when you unhook from that and really say, but no, 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 no. What is it? What is it that I'm here to do? What's my purpose on the planet? How do I get, how do I activate within me the joy and the magic and the miracles? And yeah, a little mysticism. The Kabbalah is about the Jewish mysticism. So how do I bring that to life as I walk in a physical body with a name, um, with with identities, with friends, with family, and that we are creating the happy, quote unquote, happy in our lives, moment by moment, hour by hour, day by day, and so on. Hallelujah. (laughs) Very, very well said and so comprehensive because, Dr. Valerie, so many people are putting happiness on hold, waiting for a better day or better time after I retire, after the kids grow up, after when I'm feeling better, or, you know, they look at happiness as being, uh, they assign it to other people. I'll be happy when you're happy, or you have to make me happy. So we have so many misconstrued ways of looking at, you know, what happiness really is, and you're bringing it home to you know, to empower us, you know, we have to really go deep within ourselves and look at what brings us satisfaction, joy, and well-being. Very well said. Thank you so much. And you have a, uh, you, 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 you work with everyone, but you talk about the emerging adults, the, your target population. Can you share more about who you work with and why, you know, you have focused on the emerging adults as uh, your target group? Yes, indeed. Emerging adults. Um, it's a term that I use to uh, talk about young adults. So 
young people who are making the transition from late adolescence, which is usually ages 17 and 18, to young adulthood, which can go all the way up to 29, depending on a person's um, life experiences, maturity, et cetera. So that age group really gives me a lot of energy. I feel like it's a great cycle of reciprocity. I'm giving to them, they're giving to me. Mm-hmm. And what I, two things I'm most important about, I'm most interested in is that they um, shift very quickly and they're very willing to look at themselves as part of the, the causal nature of where their happiness comes from. That. I am responsible for my happiness and and teaching younger people, emerging adults, some key core principles of living an inspired life at a very young age, which did not happen for me. I was learning this stuff in my 40s. And so to be able to give it to them at a much younger age when they can use this wisdom to and, and the ability to embody these core principles to actually make better decisions about even what they want in their career and who they want to be in relationship with and what they're here on the planet to do. And so that's why um, the emerging adult 17 to 29 is where I love to play. That is wonderful because perhaps that target group, they're not immersed in those old wounds and operating from a lot of collective self-doubt and fear acting from you know you know not really being happy inward and I see that this you know emerging these emerging adults are looking for a better way and this is the way forward to build a better future I'm, I'm really excited that you shared that and uh, I think we're about ready to take a brief commercial break and we are looking forward to your uh, forever uh, happiness strategies and your tools and techniques and to learn more about what sustains your happiness and what impedes happiness. So I think it's time for a brief commercial break now. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more on how to live and be happy no matter what with our outstanding guest, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, CEO of the Hartley Center, self-mastery expert, multi-award winning number one international best-selling author of Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Lifestyle. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish-ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. 
jeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you are just joining us, we are with our outstanding guest, 
Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, CEO of the Hartley Center, self-mastery expert, multi-award-winning, number one international best-selling author of Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Light. And uh, we are here today talking about how to live and be happy no matter what. And Dr. Valerie, before we went on break, we were talking about you know, emerging adults, your target population that you have an interest in working with. Can you clarify more about that? Because I know, you know, we can deal with a lot of negativity at, you know, whether we're a young adult or older adult or whatever. So can you clarify uh, your focus on uh, emerging adults? Yes, absolutely. So there is a um, potential to think that the younger that a person is, the less trauma they've lived through, the less conditioned patterns of responses and behavior to life can be present. And I just want to say a couple of points about that. Um, in my work and research with young people and working on a college campus for over 13 years and um, teaching in a, a top 25 business school, like these different um, young people, whether they're you know, born in the United States, whether they're dreamers, whether they're from um, Asian countries who are here to study, regardless of their backgrounds, regardless of their gender, regardless of their socioeconomic status, regardless of anything that might separate them, what I have found is they are all the same in some very big ways. One of them is anxiety, stress, self-doubt is huge. It is a Coming out of COVID, especially, the data is showing that they are suffering from a lot of anxiety and, and depression and suicide has gone from being the number two cause of death in the ages of 17, 24 to number one. Mm. So there's, there's some information around, they may be younger, but their pain is significant to them. And it may be different, but it's also very similar. Like, Older people right now are concerned about um, money and finances and home family because of talk of recession and gas prices and global conflict and things like that. Younger people are concerned about the same thing. The number one issue among millennials is money. And so if we are looking at young people thinking, oh, what do they have to be so stressed about? I would encourage and invite whoever's thinking that to um shift their perspective a little. There is a lot of worry and concern there. It's maybe different, but it's still pretty heavy. Um, the other thing I would say is uh, just about everybody on the planet is walking around with some sort of PTSD, so to speak, from some negative situations and conditioning from their childhood. It's true of all of us. Psychologists have proven it over and over. Freud talked about it. It's, it's uh, Jung talked about it, that, that situations in our childhood can anchor themselves into a place. So I'll give you a quick example. I've worked with people whose parents were going through trauma. So one of my clients in the past had parents that his brother had drowned in the swimming pool at the family house. His parents, 
after that, this was his older brother. Imagine their firstborn son dies from a horrific accident in the family swimming pool. Mm. All right. So imagine the guilt, the shame, the, 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 the trauma that the parents are going through. Well, this client of mine, his parents, his relationship to his parents radically changed when he was under the age of 10 years old, they were less available emotionally. They were dealing with their grief for the rest of their lives, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So he came to me and what we ended up uncovering in him was that he had the effects of sort of the abandoned child. He learned to, he grew up very quickly. He kind of learned to fend for his himself when his parents weren't able to cook dinner. They never talked to him about their grief. So he was just kind of making it up. And what he made up in his head and mind was they loved his older brother more than they loved him because look how traumatized they are. So traumatized that they can't even parent me. Imagine that's the dynamic going on. And this was a person I was dealing with who was in his 50s. So he had personality and identities um, that were expressed. He was a very successful person in accounting, um, had a, uh, was married, had children of his own. So he wasn't like devastated to the point he couldn't run his life. But the point I'm making is we all have these little things happen and we create stories to help us get through them. And those stories later on in life can get really embedded, really fester, and actually cause us to be our own worst enemy in some cases and to get in our way, in the way of our growth, in the way of achieving our highest potential. And my PhD is in consciousness and human potential. And it's all about what I researched was a curriculum that I created from the teachings in my book around how to live an inspired um, uh, life using practical spirituality and self-mastery principles. Dr. Valerie, that's an excellent example of how trauma, early childhood trauma, and these relationship dynamics play themselves out throughout the course of our lives. And um, here people are locked in, with guilt, shame, anxiety, stress, you name it. And even, you know, I want to ask you what inhibits or blocks happiness, and you really gave uh, excellent examples there. Since COVID, many are dealing with unspeakable grief and loss. And you highlighted some of the things that, you know, the young adults are going through, the older adults are going through, and what issues may be more specific to them. But When we talk about grief and loss, unspeakable things that people are going through, how can you really be happy during these heart-wrenching, challenging experiences? This is a question that I'm asked often, and it's a question that um, I've even done a couple teaching videos on and so that we can make them available to your audience. But the, um, the heart and soul of what I'm teaching is that there is a form of happiness that we are taught that I label conditional happiness, which means when these conditions are present, I can be happy. And when these conditions are not present, I can't be happy. So the conditions that many of us are taught are making a lot of money, 
having credentials, um, especially here in the West, we especially love the intellect. So we give a lot of credence and credit to people with degrees, to people who've worked in their careers for a long time. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I've got a PhD and so do you. And it's, it's like, there's nothing wrong with pursuing higher education. That's not what I'm saying. But our happiness isn't embedded in having the degree or not having the degree. And so the idea here is how do I, how do I find, quote unquote, find happiness when I'm dealing with all of this heavy, yucky stuff? Here's the way you do it. You stop making happiness about whether there's yucky stuff or not yucky stuff, and you activate happiness within you. Now, that means it's already there. Like when you get really clear on who you are, what you are in the universe, happiness is a part of your state of being. You don't have to, quote unquote, go find it. It's not, it's not lost. Yeah. It's in you. So what I talk about is your relationship with yourself is the fountain of your happiness. And how do you flow that? How do you activate it? How do you remain connected to it? even while the outer world is giving you things that your intellect tells you don't make people happy. So you have to feel and flow the energy of whatever's coming up in the present moment. Mm -hmm. So in the presence of grief, we have to stop telling ourselves, I shouldn't be feeling this grief anymore. Or telling ourselves, this is too heavy for me to manage, or telling ourselves, this is so painful. Like the way we talk to ourselves about what we're going through is going to dictate the way we go through it. It's not actually the situation that's causing the pain, but our relationship with the situation. So the first thing is, to allow yourself to feel the feelings and do that as best you can without labeling it from some conditioning that you've had to be able to just say, this feels really heavy without a quality judgment. Is that good or bad? Is that right or wrong? Is it better or best or worse to, to just be in the present moment and allow yourself to feel what's happening. Now, this may be hard because a lot of us have been conditioned that only certain feelings were okay. So I don't know if any of your viewers or even you, Dr. Jean, ever heard, stop that crying or I'll give you something to cry about. If you grew up in an environment where that may have been said to you when you were young, you are going to have a harder time. And if that was often said, and you created an identity or a belief and a habitual pattern of shutting yourself down when you were sad enough to cry, yeah, you're going to have a hard time with grief. And if you were young and people passed away or, you know, a dog died or a fish died and you weren't allowed to process your grief, the fish was just, you know, <laughs> flushed down the toilet or the dog just disappeared one day or your parents didn't know how to help you with the grief of a grandparent or a sibling or another parent, 
there are all kinds of ways that we've been conditioned to have a really horrible experience of loss. And loss is a natural part of life. I mean, we lose certain aspects of ourselves in order to make way for a better, a more mature, a more powerful aspect of ourselves. That's what transformation and personal development is all about. So creating a better relationship, a more um, mature and open relationship with grief, where we stop making it bad or wrong and we allow it to happen. And where does your happiness come from inside grief? You connect to it within you. And part of that can happen by in the midst of the grief, encasing that grief in love, allowing yourself to feel love for yourself as a person who is flowing grief. Inside that grief, flow gratitude. Gratitude for what you did have before the loss happened. Gratitude for what remains in spite of the loss. Gratitude for the um, ability for your heart to carry both at the same time. Dr. Valerie, that's really good. And I love what you said about feeling the feelings, because if you kind of abandon your feelings or don't know how to feel, you know, a lot of people don't know really how to feel. And uh, uh, what do I do with, you know, how I'm feeling? And as you're indicating, and what I've, I've observed, even with myself, you're having to really stop the negative self-talk because you get looped into what you're thinking, and then what happens, it's like it snowballs into every experience that was similar. Have you had that experience, Dr. Yeah, Valerie? <laughs> absolutely. I think that what you're bringing up, Dr. Jean, is really important. I call that, that aspect of me my negative conjurer. Mm. And I can now very I'm much more careful than I used to be because I'm aware of this aspect of me. She wants to conjure the downside risk of every scenario. But what if this happens? But what if that happens? And she's really into how hard life can be and the pain that she's experienced in the past. And so that being awake and aware of when that voice wants to get me going has helped me say to her, and it's not about beating this aspect up. It's about enfolding her in love and saying, I got us. We're going to be okay. I am consciously making decisions. I appreciate your fear trying to protect us from going in the wrong direction. But I'm here as the adult now, and I got us covered, and I love you, and thank you. Mm. And that usually quiets her down. She's She's learned over time. She doesn't need to protect us anymore. Wow. I love that because I think we have to just take that pause. I know for me, if I feel burdened inside myself and, you know, or, or unhappy in that moment, you know, I have to really shift and take that pause. And like you said, you know, and really reflect, why am I feeling this way? And even though we talk about observing your feelings, you know, like passing clouds, I find that that works for me and give me some measure of peace because I don't get looped in. It's like, okay, I'm watching 
you know, these thoughts, where are they coming from? You know, it, before you, yes, before you get looped in, because yeah. it enables, enables me to step back exactly. and objectively, you know, look at what am I thinking? Where did this come from? You know, exactly. or, or I was okay a minute ago. Where did this come from? <laughs> so it, that, that point of pause and self-reflection, self, and you talk about self-correcting. I can. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. I I would love to, um, we can even do a quick little exercise if you'd like that go into that pause and help people know what to do when they're in there. Okay. Well, what we'll do when we come back from break, uh, we'll lead into, you know, your self-corrective strategies and some other tips that you have for our listeners out there. This is so beautiful. And we really appreciate you sharing these healthy and helpful uh, strategies that do work. So we're ready for a brief commercial break now. So stay tuned for more with our outstanding guest, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, CEO of the Hartley Center, self-mastery expert and multi-award winning number one best-selling author of Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Light. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace one another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group, that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light from multi-dimensional realities who are actually here with us wanting to step up and support us i welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today many blessings to you you can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. 
Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love with our outstanding guest, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepherd, on our show today, Living Happy to be well actually <laughs> it's really about happiness and you know living your best life being happy and she shares some amazing tips how to make it happen and we're going to continue with our show on uh, uh, uh she's going to give us some strategies on how to manifest happiness how to make it happen now so dr valerie can you proceed with you know, sharing more of your principles and strategies on uh, our show today, how to live happy and whole no matter what. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Dr. Jean. And I wanted to go back a little bit to what we were saying before the break about taking a pause. When this negative aspect start to run out of control and you feel yourself sliding on a slippery slope into an abyss, like I call it this sliding down into the pit, um, which is triggered by an inner negative voice, like your negative voice telling you you did it wrong, you're bad, something's going to happen. And I'm not talking about this from what other people said. This has been a part of me for a long time. I used to live with this low burning fear everywhere I went. I didn't feel safe in my skin. I didn't know what it was coming from. I never felt good enough. And it wasn't that my parents told me that. 
you're not good enough. I never heard that. My parents were always supportive to me. I took it away from dynamics in the environment. That's a different story. But when you're in the space, so whether it's grief has a grip of you on you or it's fear or it's just, I, I feel like I don't belong or whatever the negative aspect is. The first thing you'll notice this in every video I ever do, any teaching thing, the first step to take is to take a deep breath. Why? Because the breath brings you back into the present moment. And that's the moment where you get to go, okay, wait a minute, what's really going on here? And in that moment, so you take the deep breath and you might take a couple, come into the present moment. The other things that can help you to come into the present moment, speak something that you can see. So if I'm driving and I feel like, okay, I'm not present, I'll say a license plate number. I'll look at how many red cars are next to me. So there are things you can do. Touch wood in your environment. Go touch a tree. Go like when you're at your desk, sit back from your typewriter, put your arms down and count to 10. Like there are a number of things that you can do to bring you to the present moment. What I found in my life and many of the people with whom I work, that just the act a minute of breathing and coming into the present moment quiets this negative aspect and stops the slippery slope. It's like they stop sliding. And all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, where I am, the bills are paid. Where I am, I'm, I'm actually still alive. Where I am, there's a lot to be hopeful for, a lot to be grateful for. And when you're in that space, you're able to go to the next higher level, which is, okay, so what more is possible from where I am now? And so you stop the slipperiness, that's downward spiral, and you, you get to a place of more neutrality over what's going on. So this becomes possible. What I teach is self-mastery. Self-mastery is mastering you in your life so that you can exquisitely manage, exquisitely, I love that word, mm -hmm. exquisitely manage whatever your life brings your way. And that means life is going to bring lots of things your way. All of them are actually for your own higher good. It's not the situation that determines where you go. It's how you respond to the situation that determines how far you go. Self-mastery is what allows you to get that situation, however you might label it. You know, for me, one of the most recent major situations was a brain hemorrhage and waking up three days later from a coma, not being able to speak and not being able to move the right side of my body at all and thinking that for the rest of my life, I was going to be stuck that way. So I'm not, again, I'm speaking from lived experience, self-mastery, embodying the principles that I teach have made all the difference in what is still, you know, seven years and counting ongoing experience of healing my body and managing the things that are quote unquote loss, my loss of ability. And so self-mastery would mean that you would be able to go, huh, why is this hitting me so hard? what's happening. When you can easily notice what's coming up and why, triggered through your outer world 
and then adjust your inner creative environment to look at how you positively interact with that situation. And when that time interval between noticing and responding is so short, that's when you know you're growing in your self-mastery. Being happy doesn't mean there's never anything wrong, quote unquote, wrong in your life or things that you don't like. It just means that you've been able to incorporate that into your life and activate your happiness while, not instead of, it's not either or, it's both and, while you look at that thing and go, okay, so this is what's here today. How are we growing and dealing with it? And Dr. Valerie, those are wonderful uh, strategies and principles, and you have demonstrated this in your own self-mastery and self-healing, and that is absolutely amazing. I love what you said about being present, because most of us get stuck in another time and another place with the collection of memories that we ruminate, we ruminate over them. (laughs) Dr. Jean, some people even get stuck in the happy stuff. So then in the present moment, they keep comparing and saying, well, Back then I had this and now I don't have that. So how can I be happy? And we label things. That was the happiest time of my life. And now my kids have moved out and I don't know what to do with myself. It's like when we put happiness outside of ourselves and don't accept that all of those conditions are going to change, we're setting ourselves up for a real serious failure. That is really profound. It kind of reminds me, I was interacting with the lady just yesterday, and it was something that she wanted to get for herself. And she said, well, you know, I don't have, my kids are grown and, you know, I don't, nobody comes to see me. And it was something she wanted to buy. And I said, it's not about them. I said, it's about you. I said, do what makes you happy. And I said, you got to maintain your happiness and joy, not look at what you don't have. And she looked at me like, wow, (laughs) but it's it's just simple things really. And we can get that, you know, like you said, going down that rabbit hole, thinking about what I don't have. My kids are gone. You know, nobody comes to see me. I'm like, it's all about you, you know, what makes you happy. So thank you so much. And I love what you said about being present. What keeps me present is opening my senses, you know, and what you, I mean, when I go outside, feel the air on my, the the, the air against my skin or, you know, smell the fresh air wakes me up and gets me out of that, what, (laughs) spin, you know? And it's, what you're saying is important. And here's the thing. Um, I write about this in my book. We really haven't been taught to be happy. And so when I find people who are anchored in, well, the situations that are different and so therefore they can't be happy, it's really not their fault. They just haven't learned this. And one of the number one things, one of the principles I teach, um, four principles really quickly that are very important. Number one, being happy is a moment by moment, choiceful experience that every single one of us is equipped to create. We have to create it. And here's how you do that. Number two principle, focus on your relationship with yourself. So in that example where the woman was saying, nobody's here to visit me, it's like, okay, so, okay, accept that. Nobody's coming to visit me. Now what? This is the so what now what? Now what would I like to do? Maybe I should go visit somebody. What else should I do? Um, The last thing would be, 
if you want more peace, joy, love, and freedom, one of my bosses told me that this a long time ago, stop taking the monkey. Right. A lot of people have anxiety and overwhelm right now because they've taken a monkey onto their back. You know that saying, get that monkey off yeah. your back. Okay. The monkey on your back might be that you're so focused on other people that you don't really know how to be happy yourself. Well, that is fantastic. So, Dr. Valor, how can people connect with you to go deeper? Oh, I would love them to reach out to me through um, either our, my beautiful, I have a private group on Facebook okay. called the Bliss Collective. So they can reach out to me and join that. And it's a community on a mission to create more peace, love, joy, and freedom on the planet. So you can connect with me there. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the bliss collective. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Valerie. Gosh, you have really given us so much to think about today, to open our hearts, to love and, you know, to feel whole and happy no matter what. And thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. Thank you, Dr. Jean. I love what you're doing and I appreciate it being here. Thank you so much. Well, join us next week for our show, Venus Envy, Bursting the Male Misogyny Myth with Gary Stewart. Visit the blog page of my website to access your weekly love practice exercise, www.jeanfarishjourney.com and drjeanmariefarishconsciousloving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, Bronnie Ware in her book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, A Life Transformed by the Dearly Departing, she did research and she found that, you know, people wanted, uh, there were some things that were brought to her attention. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others wished of me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I had. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I stayed in touch with my friends and I wish that I had let myself be happier. So bring meaning and joy to all your days. Life is so precious. Time waits for no one. Choose to be happy. Even in the midst of the most challenging situations, we can take a pause, find something beautiful to focus on, a flower, the smile of a child, the fact that you are given another moment to live and love. Create a life you love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.